1: Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, Hey, what is up with cars? I'm John Bishop.
0: And I'm Lucas
1: Southworth.
0: Hi. What do you usually do here? I feel like I've been starting the episode a lot recently. What do you, you what, then, what do we say now?
1: You proceed to ask me what we're talking hey, about. Hey John,
0: what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about uh what's what's up with cars?
0: You know, we're the only podcast brave enough to do it, so we better.
1: Alright, so I'm <laughs> So what does that mean?
0: What does our catchphrase the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey, what's up with cars mean?
1: No, no, just the phrase what's up with cars.
0: I don't know, cars is a weird movie. Uh, yeah, but like, of, like we're little...
1: talking about we're talking about what's up with cars. So like what what's up with cars?
0: You're asking me the question, what's up with cars?
1: Yeah, like the first movie. Like what's up with that? How did how did that happen? Like, how did they get there?
0: Just tell them what we're talking about. This I'm, isn't going well.
1: I'm prompting you to do it.
0: Yeah, but I do it every week, so it's help.
1: All right. So when I when I say, "Hey, what's up with Cars?" and that's what we're talking about. What I what do I mean? Of course, is we're talking about, and by talking about, I mean we're making we're making a prequel to Cars.
0: It's true. Cars Zero. Driven I to guess would work. The race. Drive. Driven to drive.
1: Driven to drive. Alright. So we're talking about this probably uh due to well, there's there's obvious things like, oh, because you know, it was a suggestion that you had so we're doing that. But moreover, <laughs> we did just watch cars, and now's a good time since we have just watched cars to talk about uh, One of our favorite things to talk about, which is just the idea of different, I would argue, much better Cars movies.
0: Yeah, I've, I've said it before. I feel like our Cars 4 pitch is like a genuinely good movie, and Boats to Search for McQueen would be the summer, the summer hit, you know? A fun family movie where Cars mm-hmm. 4 would take a more serious route, much like something like Toy Story 4. But yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. that we... we I don't know. We just got curious about where these cars, what what was happening before Lightning stumbled upon Radiator Springs, and I actually have a few different like ideas of just like what the cars could have been up to uh, before we settle on one. I feel like there are a few obvious ones, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a Cars movie, so we could go all in on what was Lightning like before the events we could go uh even further doc hudson uh his story when he was a star mater is you know mater so we could do that but i have uh two others that i'm very interested in and uh you can tell me yours once uh i tell you mine but the first is one that i had sort of forgotten about until we watched uh cars last week is that Sally was like a hotshot LA lawyer before the events of cars. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I feel like there could be a lot of mileage in seeing like her being maybe like a young idealistic lawyer uh, wanting to change the system. Uh, But she gets sort of beaten down by it. Uh, And her like journey through that and how she eventually hit this turning point of ending up in radiator Springs. And I think that could actually be really interesting okay 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 the other one and this one's a little out there it also involves a theory that i've been sitting on for a minute uh that i was saving for maybe a war episode but i think it's possible that obviously sarge is some sort of veteran but i think that fillmore might also be a veteran and i think they may be served together and i think that there could be some mileage if you will (laughs) And like a a war movie with those two, and how one was struck by their service and turned to a very patriotic uh like sensibility and like moved up in the ranks and became a sergeant where the other uh became very disillusioned with their country and I think that could be very interesting i
1: hmm there's a lot there, but I feel like it, what little we have with their dynamic and everything especially from the first movie, would not lend itself to the idea of him, Fillmore, actually having been in the war, because it seems very much like he specifically would have been one of the people who was a protester of the specific war they both would have been in.
0: Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, a lot of people became, you know, part of the hippie movement because their time uh, serving in Vietnam, that's what like Either their time or just seeing the horrors of it uh, televised, etc., were what mm-hmm. sort of turned them into the, like the their anti-establishment movement, or maybe yeah. it, it, I'm not sold on him having served. I think that's a very. I really like it, but I think at the very least, they're very clearly like friends behind it all. Like very clearly, the two of them. So I think it could be, even if we don't see them in war together, which I still want, a story of two friends divided over their opinions on the war could be very interesting.
1: I like it. I really do. What do you All got right. for
0: me, John? I'm sure you've come to the table with something.
1: Okay. So So uh, we can't do a movie that is a prequel that involves characters that we are supposed to be rooting for in the following films that... Start off being bad and then become good. So, like, Lightning McQueen's probably off the table because you don't want to make a movie, a prequel, in which the character is going to end up worse. So, like, even if it's a story about how he rises up the ranks and becomes a very good rookie and it's like leading up to him getting right into Cars 1, like, the story is going to end with, oh, we know that at the end of this, he's kind of a jerk. So, I don't, we can't really do that. Yeah. And, uh,
0: I mean, I I feel like a movie about Lightning losing his way, uh, once becoming rich would be interesting, but I, I don't think that's a, like, a Pixar movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, that there's just a little bit too much. The resolution is the opposite of a resolution at the end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. hmm. I like the idea of exploring how all of the members of, radiator Springs got there like i like an origin type story just for each of them and it could be like an anthology very... almost yeah yeah i could see that going the way of like a show i don't know it, it mm-hmm. could be something like that it i don't know uh miniseries but a miniseries for sure something on uh disney plus hmm yep but uh there are two prequels that are both based on the same premise that I really like the idea of, and both of them are the origin of Tow Mater.
0: No, yeah, yeah, that's that's powerful.
1: And I think you know the two directions to go in. There's the, like, oh, it's this humble origin of this tow truck who just is a happy-go-lucky guy, and he fell in love with this town, and he stuck around, and it's just this lovable goofball story. could easily just be a comedy. Or... We could explore mm-hmm. extreme mysticism.
0: No, yeah. And I i I want to mention that I threw out like the obvious ones of Lightning, Mater, and uh the Hudson Hornet. I wasn't saying we shouldn't do those. I do agree that we shouldn't do Lightning, but I think Mater and uh Doc Hudson have very like a lot of potential for prequels. So I agree oh, yeah. that those are that either route would be good. Obviously I'm 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 uh, drawn to the route of how Mater got his godlike powers. But like, should we show restraint, you know? Should we?
1: Should we make it in the same vein of the other films, or should we just go absolutely crazy?
0: Yeah, we we could go Buck Wild. But also, do we see enough of like Maider and his powers in like the in mater's Tall Tales? Like it has has that niche already been filled? And we have a Mater movie in Cars 2, basically. Or not basically, it is a Mater movie.
1: Like, even in Tall Tales, we get experiences that are kind of like origin stories.
0: Yeah. I don't know, what do you think? Should, has Mater's story been told? Or should should we dive in a little deeper?
1: I think Mater is a little bit like the Joker in the in the sense that you can have a story about the Joker, but the idea should always be that you're never sure what the origin is.
0: Yeah, like even the the famous like origin stories of the Joker. You're not certain about like what is it? The Killing Joke, the most famous one?
1: Mhm. Yeah. That's I don't know if that's as much an origin, but it's definitely I think that's specifically where the quote is if I have to have a past or a history, I'd prefer it be multiple choice.
0: Is is that the one where his whole thing is like one bad day can turn someone mm-hmm. into me basically? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Then, he, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And he's basically uh, spending a whole day torturing Gordon.
0: It's very sad, and I don't know. I've actually never read it, so probably good. <laughs> it's the one people always talk about, so yep. I don't know. Read it. It's probably. got that
1: ambiguous ending where you're supposed to think, "Did Batman just kill him?"
0: Pretty good ambiguity. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I. I I like the. I, I think we should maybe move past Mater. All
1: what right. Do you think? I think I'm really into the idea of doing movies that are origin stories and like centering it around Radiator Springs. Okay. Yeah. And if we do that, I could see the Sally direction, or I could see the uh, direction of Sarge and Fillmore. Mm-hmm. I don't see having a movie focused on the protagonist being Doc Hudson for the same reason of oh. You know the ending is going to be sad because even if we're not talking about the fact that he dies in between Cars One and Two, we are talking about the fact that he ends up a sad, angry old man.
0: Yeah, and even in like the same way we we're talking about how like Mater's story has been told a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's not direct, but in Cars Three, you meet all of his like racing buddies. You learn like uh where he used to race and like uh, his trainer and uh how how they lost contact with them, you sort of get it by Mm -hmm. the time Cars 3 is over. So I I think that's fair as well. Like, there could be, like, if we did, like, an anthology of the Radiator Spring citizens, there could be one about Doc Hudson. uh, Just Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, might as well. Uh, But I don't, I think you're right.
1: Okay, so the premise of the episode was supposed to be a prequel. I don't know if we can make the Cars prequel and have it be something like, oh, let's explore Sally or, oh, let's explore uh, Fillmore and Sarge. It feels like it needs to be a more significant character or story that is focused on. And that's rough because we just say that it couldn't be Doc or at least Doc couldn't be the protagonist. Sure. So if we're going to make a Cars Zero and it's a prequel, I think it has to have elements where we, show a lead in to uh, cars and it could very much be about racing and it could be like with doc as a major character but i think the movie that we'd have to go for is a movie specifically about all the racers we meet in cars 3
0: oh like the ones who get replaced by the by the next gen racers i wasn't thinking the next gen racers themselves
1: also good oh no i'm thinking doc's friends yeah, Doc's friends. Yeah,
0: Doc's friends. I don't know where I was don't going. Don't focus yeah. on
1: Doc. Focus on that group. Make it a group style movie and make it also very much a period piece because they do clearly mention that they run moonshine. So that's a very interesting element to throw in there.
0: No, oh, yeah, it's an interesting group of like I don't know innovators in the racing world who also ran moonshine and I guess their free time. Mm-hmm. Or now that could be okay what if we went like a Breaking Bad angle and like it starts out that like uh, the moonshining is like how they finance uh, their like racing career, but it becomes less and less about racing and they're more like into the money of, like it corrupts them. And like, obviously we meet these characters. (laughs) So there's some of it where they're like, no, th- everything's fine. But I don't know. A dark character study akin to, to Breaking Bad just came to my mind.
1: See again, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of fun. That's a great story, but that's more of like if we're making a TV <laughs> show rather than oh, a yeah. people. So I very yeah, much no, I, I like it, but I don't think for this one.
0: No, absolutely. Uh man, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep that one in the old mind bank though (laughs) what a bonkers bonkers pitch that was
1: Mm -hmm. all right so i think my proposal is going to be that we're going to do like racing starting off as a business with these characters and i want it to be very much like a sandlot type thing okay i want it to have that that older like 80s movie ending where it's like oh, this person went on to do this, this person went on to do this, and this person vanished without a trace.
0: No, yeah, yeah, no, I, I do like that. And that's like a classic, classic ending trope that I've always been a fan of is the where are they now, bit?
1: Mm-hmm. And like, even in Sandlot, we have that, that, oh, wait, all right. I'm thinking of the right movie, right? Where there's one guy who's just like super good at the sport, And then he puts on the shoes and he becomes super, super good at the sport. And then he goes on to actually be a player.
0: I don't, I don't know. Okay. I couldn't tell you. It's been a long time since I've seen the Sandlot.
1: Let's pretend I'm right. All right. So we do something like that. And in that movie, the main character isn't the kid who's like really good or the captain. So we could have the same thing where Doc is that person who's like, the really, really good racer, but isn't the focus of the movie. So we have an origin movie with Doc featured as a major player, but not the main character. So we have to pick which character mm. we're going to focus on as the main character.
0: I mean, my first thought is Louise. Louise, Barnstorm and Ash.
1: Mm. I was thinking we do sort of a Mighty Ducks and have it be his crew chief, Smokey?
0: Smokey, yeah, I was trying to remember his name. It's kind of why I didn't suggest him because I couldn't remember his name. Uh but <laughs> uh yeah, I think that could work.
1: So it's about these characters, and these characters are brought together by this one crew chief who is just looking for talent for this new racing industry, and he finds all these cars and they're just a ragtag group that people are uh pretty like judgmental against. You got Louise. You've got uh, the first uh, the the clearly the first African American one to race. I yep. can't remember his name. What are all of their names? Good. I didn't remember. Louis That's something
0: name. to look up before we do this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's uh, Louise and Nash, River Scott, and Junior Moon.
1: Junior Moon. Where did you find that?
0: I was just on Smokey's uh, wiki page. Okay. Because we've gone a different direction. I'm trying to find a new
1: sequel. <laughs> <key> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Alright, so they get this ragtag group and they pull another Mighty Ducks and they just get Doc out of nowhere and he's like their star racer and he's like, Oh, we're gonna have him be the star of the show and it's the like same thing where some weird districting thing happens, so he's forced to be on their team. I'm just going to steal that directly from Mighty Ducks.
0: So what we're doing is we're making Mighty Ducks. We're making like, Mighty Ducks. Verbatim.
1: But we're making them all adults and Moonshiners.
0: And, and cars. It's going to be a period cars, piece. we got to be clear about that.
1: All right. So, aside from this movie being Mighty Ducks, what are we going to mm-hmm.
0: do? Well, first... I don't know. I've got, I guess, what I'll use for the wiki quote of the day, uh, which ouch, I didn't do the thing uh, for the I forgot to name it when I said it the first time. But you all know what it is. So it's not like a big deal of the day.
1: Give me that a uh, lot of breaking up because of Internet connection of the day.
0: Nice. Uh, this time we're going over to World of dot com slash wiki slash Thomasville. Uh, Thomasville is the city where, you know, all of those, these people we've been talking about are from, uh, Thomasville is a city in the United States of America, 37 cars have lived there in 2018, and I just wanted to read three names that I found here, y'all know how I love car names, uh, so I just like them a lot, uh, we've got Sweet Tea, which is fun, Xanadu Bumpers, which, <laughs> yeah, love that. And Andrew Vrooman.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, that's pretty much all I got.
1: <laughs> all right, now it's as good a time as any to have a not very fun fact of the day. Kellogg sure. Kellogg's redesigned 2K and Sam, and it looks terrible. Oh, that's a shame. It just looks the worst. It's like they took the weird, Amazing World of Gumball style, like the the really cartoony happy-go-lucky thing and they just ran that way and somehow made him look just really uncomfortable
0: i don't care for it i mean i don't know if the kids like it then it's certainly not designed for us to like so that's fine hey man Uh,
1: i did tricks aren't just for kids
0: Uh... (laughs) (laughs) i do want to say I, i googled toucan sam uh redesign 2020 and the first article I've got here is Kellogg's redesigned Toucan Sam and fans are not amused <laughs> and I don't know I just really like the idea of fans of Toucan Sam like like people who really stand serial <laughs> mascots
1: yeah
0: I don't know again I try not to judge things that aren't made for me too much like that but I agree I don't personally love his design
1: mhm not a fan. Not a fan. Sure.
0: So we're going to make a movie about Doc Hudson's friends. Specifically Smokey his trainer. That's what we've decided, yes?
1: Yes, he is the focus of this film.
0: Alright. Well, I mean, you've sort of played it out into a mighty ducks structure. Uh I guess first question that comes to mind with it, for me at least, is do we include doc's crash in this movie if we're in this time period or is this pre-crash okay that's what i thought
1: pre-crash and the crash is going to be one of those things that you see at the end credits like the end crawl where it's like that he went on to have a very strong career that was unfortunately ended early due to a very uh life-threatening crash
0: all right i do want to say one thing that may poke a hole in this, and we can cut it out if it's too big of a hole, is that in in this kind of racing, at the very least, I don't really think they had teams like that. Because, like, it's very clear that Luis and uh, Junior and River were all, like, competing with Doc. They were just friends. Does that poke a hole in our movie?
1: Not if we can somehow justify them being uh, tied to smoky for some reason
0: okay he can be like a universal trainer of all four of them which i think makes sense again there were friends who again ra- ran moonshine
1: mm-hmm.
0: we want to are we including the moonshine b plot in this movie
1: no it it's not the b plot it's it's the a
0: <laughs> okay that's good so so we've got like someone maybe someone's holding something over them Like, that's the villain of it, is like, ah, you'll never get out. Like, you still have to pay me back, and the only way to pay me back is to keep moonshining, or you could win the Piston Cup, but that'll never happen. Something like that.
1: I'm thinking that these people are all somehow friends from, like, the same area. And they're united by Smokey needing them. But also Smokey wanting to, like, be their coach. So, if we're saying someone's like blackmailing them, it's got to be blackmail specifically on Smokey. So, what did Smokey do that got him in trouble that requires him <laughs> to get money, and also form this racing team?
0: I mean, it it doesn't have to be blackmail. I'm let me tell you, I'm very excited about the idea of someone having blackmail on Smokey. The trainer character who we see in like a little bit in Car- of cars three mm-hmm. uh but it, it could just be like like how like the mob collects protection money or like they've they're like deep in debt like i don't know maybe Smokey's a gambler and he's like got a deep gambling debt that he needs to pay off and they're like trying to work it off but They'll never, like, with the interest, they'll never actually make a dent in it unless they get a big sum all at once.
1: Ooh, okay, so Smokey's dad is a gambler, and uh, Smokey's dad, something happens, and he's not able to pay his debts, and the debts somehow go to Smokey, and Smokey has to, like, figure out a way to uh, help out his dad. While also preventing himself from getting in trouble. Uh that's why he starts moonshining with his friends.
0: Okay. I will say if we want to lean hard into the Mighty Ducks, if I remember right, the coach of the Mighty Ducks is like doing community service because yes. he had like a DUI or something. So we could give the the glaring character Flaw to Smokey
1: instead of his dad. We could, but then that would be two Mighty Ducks.
0: Okay, I, I, that's fair. I just weren't sure you were very excited about the Mighty Ducks of Cars, so I wasn't sure how like word for word we were going with our Mighty Ducks ripoff.
1: All right, uh-huh. we're gonna make this a little bit more convoluted. The first ten minutes we find out is that just he, Mighty Ducks. His father has gambling debts and he needs to pay them off. So, like sure. for a while. Like for the like, the weird thing that happens, the weird like establishing thing is first third of the movie, he's paying off debts by getting his friends to help him run this moonshining operation, and then sure. unfortunately, he gets caught running moonshine. So okay. <laughs> he has to community service. He has to do a community service.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we've got
0: to find a way to make this title very similar to the mighty ducks you realized that at this point right
1: the mighty trucks
0: ah it's right it was right there dang it john
1: smoky is a truck no i
0: know i know what Smokey is <laughs> we can make t2 and t3 as well no t2's terminator 2 darn it uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm just having, t- I'm on the Mighty Ducks Wikipedia page because I'm I'm quickly running out of knowledge that I remember about the movie The Mighty Ducks. Anyway, yeah, I think that could work. Do, was that a joke pitch or do you want that to be in our, mo- our, our movie pitch? In our think, dumb fake movie pitch? I think
1: that's gotta be it. It's gotta be, for some reason, he's, he starts running this moonshine and then he gets in trouble with the law so he has to do community service so he's helping a bunch of cars like by coaching them to race and it's specifically cars that people don't want to like help race uh, because of prejudices and uh it helps him grow as a person he helps them become better racers and uh One thing that's going to be very tricky about this movie is we do have to include the fact that he doesn't stop running the moonshine.
0: Yeah, we do have to do that. And I do like the idea that you've established that is, in this world, you can have like a court appointed racing coach. (laughs) (laughs) Like racing is that fundamental that if no one will take you, the court, the, the state will provide one for you. I'm not disagreeing with it. I just think that's a very funny and powerful idea that you've thrown out here.
1: I mean, it's like the Mighty Ducks where his community service was being a coach of a kids team.
0: Yeah, a kids team. Like, one that's clearly run by, like, I don't know, local parks and rec. These are professional race cars.
1: I mean, at the same time, when they're, like, in their prime of racing, they're only, like, two years old. So they are kids.
0: You know... Honestly, that's a pretty good retort. You got me there, and I'm not going to disagree with it.
1: And he is older than them, as he is coach of team?
0: Presumably, yeah. Yep. He seemed a little older than the rest of them, just, like, anecdotally, I guess.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So... (laughs) I'm thinking, like, Breakfast Club. We set that up. Mighty Ducks plus Breakfast Club plus Cars plus... I don't know, random period piece about Moonshiners.
0: How has nobody thought of this movie before? It's the perfect. People like all these other movies. Let's just shove them right together. You remember how I was like, man, I really fell in love with our Cars 4 pitch. It seemed like such a nice, grounded little story. I think this one's leaning more towards both the Search for McQueen, which is also a phenomenal pitch, but obviously totally different.
1: Okay, Lucas, I think I've got it.
0: I'd love to hear it.
1: I think I've got it. Okay, so, start of the movie. We see our teacher. Our good old teacher, Smokey. He's teaching high school right now. He's also the coach of the track team. His star racer is good old uh, Doc Hudson. Uh, Okay. And there are some friends of Doc Hudson that uh they seem to be a bit of troublemakers and uh the school is about to win its like state championship for the first time in the school's history and uh the friends are like partying and whatnot and like getting really excited and they try and give good old Doc Hudson, a star of the racing team, some some moonshine so that he can relax and have a good time before his Really important race, but then someone bursts in like a cop bursts in, and uh, Doc sure. Hudson's about to be uh, uh, expelled for this. So, good old Smokey, uh, just very disappointed in these kids, takes the fall. Is like, nah, it's it's mine. I don't know how it ended up in his bag, but it's my moonshine. So, he That's gets
0: one bad thing for a teacher to do.
1: I'm not but claiming he's a smart man. So he okay. gets fired and sentenced to community service. Uh and then like that's a coach, which he already was. So he's got <laughs> yeah, to, so he's got to coach and like a year later, maybe two years later, these kids have uh they've they've somehow ended up in his specific uh place and he's he's low on money and they're like hey we're sorry about what happened in high school but we have a great idea want to help us run moonshine (laughs) so they all become the thing that
0: ruined your life
1: (laughs) they become a crew running moonshine and uh he he never really likes the whole running moonshine thing because it kind of ruined his life so he proposes (laughs) that they all get their act together and start racing after he spends a night like running moonshine with them and realizes that they're really great racers. Okay, yeah. So he convinces them to like take his community service class of coaching and <laughs> he teaches them how to be legitimate racers and then he like coaches them through it and the whole time they're uh still doing the whole moonshine thing and it's this uh weird thing where Every now and then they'll get into some shenanigans where they're trying to outrun the law and also make it to their next big race.
0: I think that's fun. <laughs> I think we've got a very silly movie here, but one that I enjoy. I still, do we still have, I'm I'm very excited about there being like a villain who has like manipulated these kids who they maybe come to realize is not their friend. Like, the boss of the moonshining operation. For some reason, I want him to be construction equipment.
1: I'm thinking it's Doc Hudson's father, who is also the principal of the school.
0: Let's make him the mayor.
1: He's the mayor.
0: Of Thomasville. He's he's Thomas Hudson.
1: (laughs) Thomas Hudson, the tank engine, who is the mayor. And he also is trying to, like, track down whoever's doing this moonshining operation because secretly he's running a moonshining operation, and when he finds out that, the like, the sting has gotten his son in trouble, he actually frames Smokey.
0: Okay, I I do like us retconning Smokey just being like, these kids brought alcohol to school? I can't see them punished for that. (laughs) If that's a crime, then lock me up.
1: Which they immediately do, um, because it is like, yeah,
0: it's it's fully a crime. <laughs> uh, but so, what you're implying is that Doc Hudson sets up a competing moonshining ring to his father, like no. unbeknownst to Doc
1: or Doc Hudson's friends are doing the operation, and Doc Hudson doesn't really know about it, and he's like grown apart from these friends, and they're trying to like get him to relax and hang out with them again because he's becoming like really preppy and whatnot and like hanging out with the jocks and whatnot. So you're like, Hey, have some moonshine. Just have, just spend some time with us and relax. Life isn't all about the next race. And then everything just goes crazy.
0: Okay. But there are two moonshining rings. I am understanding that correctly. Yes. Okay, cool. Love it.
1: (laughs) One of which is owned and operated by the mayor of this town, who is, in fact, a train who has a son that is a car.
0: Oh, you were being serious that he was a tank engine? Why Absolutely. not? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you know, might as well. Does he run his own Moonshine? Because he's, like, reputable. Uh, So he just puts it on him, and they're like, oh, it's the mayor. We don't need to check for Moonshine. He's Go the on, person sir.
1: who, like, gets it into the town because you know he is a train mm-hmm. but he has a lot of other people run it for him
0: got it so he gets the supplies mm-hmm. uh, yeah okay and everyone sees him as like oh look at the mayor he's doing supply runs he's such a man of the people when it's all a lie it's a ruse mm-hmm. it both it's it two birds one stone you know two car birds one st- two planes one stone mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> okay yeah i could dig that uh so are we assuming that Thomas Hudson, the tank engine, is, like, not a very good dad, then?
1: Oh, he's very negligent. Okay, sure. He cares a lot more about running his moonshine than his own son.
0: Yeah, it checks out to me. So, I get, I, I, I get the moonshining part. I feel like that's been established. There's, like, we could invent some conflict uh, between the two warring moonshiners. Uh, where's the conflict on the racing side? uh where where do we find where where do, where do a plot and b plot intersect
1: um that's a good question
0: okay i know i'm very set on their being like they're being like forced into doing it mhm
1: uh
0: maybe like partway through the movie thomas hudson the, the tank engine uh finds out he he like fully susses out like oh this is the ring this is where they are and he sends his goons uh, like out to them and they like get scared they're just kids uh who didn't know how deep they were in and maybe he says uh like the way i see it you got two ways you either get you sleep with the car fishes or i absorb this into my empire and you all work for me now something like that uh I,
1: that-, that or he claims they owe him a lot of money for all of the business he's lost
0: lost profits yeah that's pretty good
1: and uh this entire time smokey has been trying to encourage them to race so that it's like a legitimate career instead of uh doing this moonshining thing and uh then we find out that they need like they're trying to race so they can earn the money to like pay this guy off so that they don't get in trouble but then thomas hudson decides you know what they're trying to earn this money instead of just giving me all of their operation they're trying to race well my boy's really good at racing so he puts his son up against them and like forces yeah doc hudson to race against his friends and uh like during the final race he thinks that these friends have just been trying to like drag him down and get him in trouble because of the moonshine running and the almost getting him expelled so he's being like a jerk to him and like he finds out that the reason they're doing this is because of his father, like, mid-race. So he, like, right near the end decides to intentionally lose.
0: I could dig that, yeah. Like, maybe there is... Okay, maybe to, like, up the stakes a little bit. First prize is not enough, but there are prizes for second and third, which coincidentally happen to add up exactly to the amount they that Thomas Hudson, the Tank Engine... Sorry, I'm going to say it every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, says they owe him, uh, so to be able to pay him back, they've obviously friv- frivolously spent all of their moonshining money. Or mm-hmm. this plot doesn't work at all. Uh, they not only have to have one of them win; they have to be the first three spots. They have to win. They have to race perfectly, which I think could be an interesting angle at the very least.
1: Or they just have to come in second and third because that way we can have this thing go on where we find out that they don't necessarily need to win and it can be kind of a rocky thing where the fact that they even came in second and third is like they they did it even though it wasn't supposed to happen. And like it can be a, a thing where it's a, a lot of people learning respect for each other, so Instead of uh, Doc Hudson intentionally losing, he chooses to race them to the best of his ability, so he can still come in first place. But he also finds out that there are other racers who uh, his father has paid off to like make sure they're taken out of the race. So he, yep. while racing, since he's clearly like the star athlete, makes sure that halfway through the race he starts getting the other people to stop being able to mess with his friends, and that way like you don't find out until the end but like you find out like there are hints throughout that the second and third place would be enough and doc hudson is the only character who knows that so he makes sure that they don't get like cheated out of the race so he can still win and it can be like respectful and like they're all actually racing but it's about learning To respect each other and also help each other out?
0: Yeah, I think that could be good.
1: So, the end, they're all like terrified and disappointed because they didn't win, but then it comes out that second and third place still is enough.
0: Yeah, maybe they didn't even like realize that second and third place got prize money at all. Mm -hmm. Like, they were so focused on the main prize, they didn't even consider it. One element I've been that's been kicking around is maybe like maybe the race happens in like Thomasville is like sort of like a hole in the wall like really rural community. Uh, but the race takes place in the ne- in like the big city near them. Mm. And I-, I think that there could be something really interesting in that. Like, I mean, the first cars is already a lot about class divide, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe Hudson, uh, Doc, the Hudson's obviously that he's the mayor's kid uh, grew up on the right side of the tracks basically. And the other's, are from poor families or i think louise doesn't necessarily need to be from a poor family just because the scene i want is nobody believing in them at the race you know mm-hmm. like these big city folks seem like oh we got these bumpkins and is that a girl what yeah yeah uh and they see doc and they're like oh that's that's the mayor's kid from the town over like and he's like looking all prim and proper and like they like like the Rocky moment. that Rocky is what got me on It's like the people, he still gets his standing ovation for doing as well as he did against Apollo Creed.
1: Mm-hmm. No one expected him to last a round and he went five rounds. Rocky's a good movie.
0: <sighs> <laughs> that's, that's my... Okay, so Rocky is thrown in the pot of movies we're ripping off, which is fine.
1: No, I was, I was definitely going that route too, of we need to include Rocky.
0: I've got two characters that... I think we should maybe work in somehow. Mm-hmm. First, this is a super minor character, but a racing scout that maybe be uh, Thomas Hudson, the tank engine has gotten to be at the race to see Doc, you know, who mm-hmm. of course he, we maybe are introduced to him. Like he Thomas Hudson, the tank engine has him over for dinner. And what I would be, I would love to see a dinner scene with Thomas Hudson, the tank engine uh, and Doc. and whoever the racing scout is, all around a dinner table. Are you Mm -hmm. kidding? That'd be incredible.
1: And there's a track all the way around the table?
0: No, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty good. (laughs) But obviously the ending resolution is he's like, I want to take all four of you to the big time.
1: Oh, okay. So you know how the classic ending is uh, Lightning chooses not to win so that he can help King finish his race? Sure. All right, so doc hudson decides that he's going to legitimately race his friends because he respects them and uh he's doing very well but then he finds out that there are other people that his father's hired to help uh, get rid of those friends in the race so he does his best to make sure that the people can't do that which results in him not going to like he's definitely not going to win because of it and like uh his good friends Because of this, they actually have a chance to race to the best of their ability, so they're likely to win. And then Louise and uh, River and Junior, River and Junior, River and Junior, they're all like neck and neck for the number one spot. But they realize that their good friend, who legitimately has only ever cared about and loved racing, is going to lose because he helped them out. So they choose not to win first place. And they, like, give him a chance to actually win. And that's how he wins his first race, because they know it's a big deal to him. And they just decide that they're going to figure else, figure something else out about the money. And then at the end, they find out that second and third place was enough.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. And and then maybe uh, instead of the the scout, like, immediately being like, I want all four of you. It could be like the classic moment of like, doc you've got to. you're the best racer of our generation you've got to come i'll do anything uh and then he says something along the lines of like what about my friends or like i i won't be signing anything unless you sign my friends as well giving them the opportunity since uh they're all from uh marginalized groups since no one would sign them you know otherwise
1: mm, i like that but i also like something like not unless you sign my friends and he said well that's actually not really up to me it's up to the uh the new coach i just hired and it's smoky
0: nice i love it other character i'm interested in back in like the crime crime plot is maybe like an inspector or detective who's like on the trail of uh specifically the the smoky gang Mm -hmm. like he he's he maybe he probably knows that the mayor is up to no good Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he knows he can't do anything about it, so he's after this other group. But he's like a good, like, salt of the earth cop who is following these kids, and then he like I don't know, somehow realizes that Thomas Hudson, the tank engine, is like holding something over their heads. Uh, and I don't know how, but in the end, I want him to like see the evidence that it's these kids and ignore it and somehow have the power to arrest the mayor at the end.
1: Mm -hmm. I like it, but only if we include something right at the end where he finds out that his wife is pregnant with Sheriff.
0: I do like that. (laughs) I don't love that we're going to have mention of a pregnant car, but otherwise I like that a lot.
1: (laughs) Lucas specifically mentioning the pregnant car is why it has to happen.
0: No, I know why you're saying it maybe his name is sheriff and sheriff has been a, a junior this whole time
1: mm-hmm. so wait sheriff what's your actual name oh no sheriff's my actual name i'm i'm actually just a i'm a commissioner
0: no i mean it's his name yep it is it would be that would be honestly john that would be a phenomenal joke <laughs> we are going to put it in our movie since we also have a character named sheriff
1: yep uh okay so definitely definitely like like where this is going
0: yeah it's like an amalgamation of several 80s movies
1: and that's what i like in a prequel
0: yeah why not i think the mighty mighty ducks might be a 90s movie but who cares 92 so it was still riding like the 80s Mm -hmm. like wave probably there's a little bit of footloose in there just (laughs) with the mayor being so important
1: okay we gotta work in some more footloose uh (laughs)
0: The mayor's outlawed racing. No, that's not a thing. I can't, that's too important to the plot.
1: (laughs) The mayor has outlawed moonshine.
0: (laughs) To the collective response of, it wasn't illegal? (laughs) Why were people
1: doing it? And, okay, so the thing that, like, the moonshine bust happens that gets everyone in trouble, and why uh, he's framed, it's because of a dance that no one was supposed to be (laughs) having. Because of these moonshine runnings, like being known to be at like dance parties. Why
0: not? Sure, let's so the, go. The let's sheriff go, let's, is let's, outlawing dance let's parties. It. Why not? You know, just yeah. straight up. Why not? It's our movie. We'll make it footloose if we want to.
1: Okay, so it's footloose. It's it's all these things. I love it so very much. I love Sheriff Senior. Okay, what else do we need to include in this?
0: Well, I want names for. Or, well, we have a name for Sheriff Senior. But I want a name for the agent, just because I don't know. I like us floundering for names. It's always the fun. agent. You know what? Sure. Was that your suggestion, or were you clarifying what? Character I was.
1: I you was did? asking. I thought sheriff was the agent.
0: No, no the the scout. I mean the the oh, talent scout.
1: Yes. Um. Well, he could easily just be named Scout.
0: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> if they can do it, we can do it. You know.
1: No, his name is Sylvester, and we're gonna name like every special character we add that isn't a main character we're gonna give them a name of the actor that is the lead in each of these movies the actor okay so sylvester stallone he's he's the scout and we need sylvester stallone to be voicing the scout
0: we could probably get sylvester what's he's up to you know uh
1: probably like rocky 8 you know or apollo
0: or creed 3 creed 3 Um. is apollo 8
1: (laughs) No, not Creed Three is Rocky Eight, so yeah.
0: I've Googled it. Emilio Estevez is the is the oh, I could have told you lead. that. Lead John again. It's been a, a country minute since I've seen the Mighty Ducks.
1: All right, uh, fun fact of the day: Emilio Estevez is brother to Charlie Sheen, and if that's true, to son
0: of Martin Sheen. Yeah,
1: their original family name was Estevez.
0: Yeah, huh? It's interesting that martin and charlie went but he didn't
1: i had another fun fact of the day but i have forgotten it
0: hey bud you've improvised that one pretty well like, nice i don't know some people probably don't know that <laughs> i didn't i don't know why i said some people i didn't know that i knew about charlie and martin but
1: all right so what if moonshine isn't alcohol
0: that's powerful john i want you to expand on it
1: it's just an illegal type of fuel are
0: we talking like Steroids type are legal or are we just talking?
1: Not performance enhancing. It's just like not regulated and it's a lot cheaper. Okay. And they're making it they're like whoever makes it, it's made illegally, but theirs is much cleaner than the mayor's.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like our protagonists could be making it because they're like we said, they are from like the wrong side of the tracks, the sort of poorer side of town. Maybe that side of town can't afford the, like, actual regulated fuel. Maybe, okay, maybe the mayor has driven up the prices mm-hmm. uh, of, like, the actual gas stations in town because then he, the wealthy people will pay that and he gets a cut of that because I guess he owns the gas stations and he sells his, like, crappy knockoff uh, moonshine oil to the poor people so he gets both sides of that. And that's why he's so mad, because his plot, it, it, that was his whole plan, is he to also, force people into buying his.
1: He learned that since he's making it so cheap, it's like hurting the poorer population, which he actually wants to happen so he can force them out of that part of town so he can purchase all the property and uh, like gentrify it to his desire and make it just his own creepy little controlled town. And uh, that's why the protagonists are so passionate about their moonshining is because they're specifically making this illegal fuel so it's better for the environment and better for their community.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, that was something I was having trouble reconciling. Is that Uh, they were just an
1: illegal moonshine ring that seems pretty immoral?
0: Yeah, that they were just doing it seemingly for fun. Mm -hmm. uh and like they they're they're basically teenagers in our pitch here so like that could work but i really like maybe maybe we don't realize why they're doing it like Mm smoky like they try to explain it to smoky once and he's like i don't want to hear it uh but then he like maybe sees the effects of thomas hudson the tank engines fuel Mm -hmm. uh and Or, or like, sees that they're giving it away for free or almost for free.
1: He assumes they're peddling the stuff that's been hurting people and doesn't realize that they're actually trying to help out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I like there being a big moment where he realizes that they're actually doing it for fully all the right reasons.
1: Which is why he joins in.
0: Mm, I really like that. Genuinely, I really like that.
1: That's pretty good. It's pretty good. How do we
0: keep making good Cars movies on...
1: (laughs) Zero prep work. Uh it's maybe maybe we're born with it. Maybe it's
0: Vaseline. <laughs> that's Valveline. That's what I was thinking. Dang, okay. Dang I was it. Like, ah that's... I'm ruined the darn it.
1: <laughs> that's nothing to do with car.
0: <laughs> no, I know. Man. Would have been Okay. H- hit me with it again. I'll edit out the first one.
1: Maybe we're born with it.
0: You know, maybe it's Va Dang it! Okay. <laughs> three takes outward That's what they call me. Got it. This is the one.
1: You know, maybe it's valvaline. No That's way. That's the one. That, w- that was <laughs> no, on me. <laughs> John, that was the one. That one was the one. <laughs> alright, alright, we got this. That's real good. Okay, so I like this movie.
0: Yeah, and they... So, l- l- let's wrap up the, the end nice with a bow here. Thomas Hudson the Tank Engine goes down which, what, frees up the gas stations? To who? Well, uh, what does Smokey do, actually?
1: Smokey... I think there just is a new mayor and the yeah. new mayor... Uh, is specifically sheriff and then he's instead of finding out that there's pregnant car, his son, who is like his deputy, takes up the role of sheriff.
0: You realize that sheriff is the sheriff of Radiator Springs, not of Thomasville, yeah?
1: Yeah. That's where he So gets this his is start. not our sheriff. It is Sheriff. But he moves to Radiator Springs.
0: Not to be um actually in at 48 minutes in cars but, like, in cars, Sheriff doesn't know that Doc was a racer, so I'm fine with doing this, we have to just find okay, an explanation. Okay, we
1: that. have to have pregnant car Who becomes uh, Sheriff? Not Sheriff, who becomes Mayor?
0: Maybe there's, okay, maybe we just introduce a character. Maybe there was a Lieutenant Mayor, who was, like, a good person, who, like, stumbled into the position, and was being heavily extorted, slash, blackmailed, slash, threatened, uh, by Thomas Hudson, the Tank Engine. To yes. like not say anything, and, ooh, okay, okay, I can tie it back in. He's the one who provides the the like rock solid evidence, uh, for Sheriff Senior to arrest him. Like he 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 is scared of him, but he sees uh, Doc stand up to uh, Thomas's goons uh, at the race, and this inspires him to help Sheriff Senior take him down. Nice man. Obviously, writing movies isn't this easy, but when we do this makes it feel like it is i'm just like man i'm good at this which like obviously i'm not
1: i (laughs) don't know maybe maybe we're just really good at this
0: john should we quit the podcast and move to hollywood to i don't know i guess pitch movies is that a career (laughs)
1: lucas do not tempt me
0: (laughs) oh i won't that was a joke for me i wouldn't want to do that i know you would
1: uh (laughs) i want to so (laughs) bad
0: we'd have to keep the podcast going because then we would get to tell people fun things like we went to disney and let me tell you, they will not let you in without an appointment.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: All right. Yeah, it feels pretty good to me. I th- I think that wraps up maybe the last loose end we had. It, well, obviously it doesn't. I'm sure we've said so many things contradicting things over the past hour. Uh, but the last one I can remember.
1: <laughs> hmm. That works for me. Yeah. There it is. We we stick them with the mighty trucks. The mighty trucks. A car story. <laughs> a car story. Or is it a car story, A uh, colon the mighty trucks
0: i think since i liked ripping off star wars so blatantly i i think how they do it is like solo a star wars story or okay, Rogue One so, star
1: wars story so yeah it's it's the mighty trucks colon uh car story which you all knew you all knew it
0: before we did i didn't know we were going to make mighty duck slash rocky slash breakfast club slash footloose rip off today but hey i think there were some other movies in there but but hey we got there you all knew because the title if you weren't that's what i'm gonna title the episode is the mighty trucks in a car story that's the end of the episode it sounds like to me uh time do for a question from liz okay
1: question from liz when asked do you have any questions about a cars prequel the question from liz was why would they make that <laughs> they wouldn't
0: they wouldn't make this they wouldn't and that's their loss they don't have
1: the courage <laughs> yeah
0: these cowards
1: You heard us, Disney Pixar. Let's do this.
0: This is the first one we're releasing to the public, but we've sent so many other pitches. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening to it. That's what I usually say first. Uh, But genuinely, thank you for listening to it. It's a really cool thing that you do. Hopefully, consistently, if this is your first episode, that's also fine. Keep listening to us. But we both really appreciate you all giving us your support. John, say some stuff.
1: Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and tell anyone you think might be interested in listening. Tell
0: one person you think won't be interested, just for fun. Switch it up this week.
1: And also, tell Disney Pixar about our amazing Cars pitches. I mean,
0: as we do with each of the A Cars story, we have uh, packaged this in a flash drive and have sent it off to them before it was released to you, because we don't want any of you to, you know, steal our ideas, but...
1: Maybe start a petition. Who knows? I've I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I think we should stop uh-huh. doing that thing where we cut out letters from magazines and whatnot to, like, make sure they don't know that it's from us. Because I think but that apparently John, that's a thing that's really creepy to some people.
0: No, John, that's how we show them that we put a lot of hard, like, handcraft into this. Like, anyone can type a letter. Uh, who cares? I took the time to cut out All of these letters from insert Disney magazine here uh, to show how much I care about the Disney brand.
1: Oh, like half the letters I've been giving you were from Game Informer.
0: Oh, I mean, we're not going to find all of them in Disney magazine. I'm going to assume there's a Disney magazine uh, for the bit, you know, the bit we're in. Uh, It's
1: hard to find cues. It's really hard to find cues.
0: They get it. Like I don't know who told you that, but we're not going to take that advice. Okay. We're still uh, collecting questions for our uh, one-year anniversary special, which we want to be all audience questions. We need more of them. Please send us things. Uh, We want that to be all uh, fan-submitted questions, Uh, so don't worry about, like, oh, what if they've already answered this? We want it to be sort of like a restarting point of, like, I have this question. I don't want to search all throughout their podcast to find the answer to it. So just send us whatever you got. It can be that it can be like an opinion question, or it can just be something not relating to cars. If you really wanted to, we would maybe prefer it to be relating to cars, but it's, you know, it's the United States of America for at least us. So you can do what you want and you yep. can do that better email, our email, which is the chat at gmail.com or you could tweet it at us or DM us. Uh, At the chat on Twitter. Both of those are one word, no hyphen. That's all the stuff we say. It's gotta be. So I'm Lucas Southworth.
1: And I'm John Bishop. And until next time. And until
0: next time. Remember to? Now we remember to.
1: Float like a Cadillac. Float
0: like a Cadillac. And. <laughs> and. Sting like a beaver. Sting like a beaver. That would went- about as poorly as it could have the podcast is over now
1: lucas what was that
0: it was very bad is what it was